Patrick Dizon, uh, GM at Kamita, yeah. Denver, Colorado. Um, so uh, I had talked to Ramey, who owns Kamita, and I said, look, you know, we're, we're working on this series. Uh, we want to feature people that have made hospitality a career, who, who love what they do, who are good at what they do, who enjoy sharing their story. And she's like, oh, you got to talk to Patrick. So, um, so thanks for taking the time to do this today. I appreciate it. And, uh, I'll just tell us, tell us how you got involved in hospitality in the first place, my friend. Um, yeah, so I actually went to school, um, went to Johnson and Wales and I was originally a nutrition major, but as with many people in college, they changed their majors. Yeah. Um, and it was in my internship during my sophomore year that I kind of just saw like, I, I, I can do this. My, um, my employer at the time wanted me up front instead of the back. And I said, sure, why not? And I kind of just fell into it, greeting customers. Uh, it was more, it was a bakery counter service and it, it, it felt right to be up there. It just felt right instead of like in the back or what my original plan was, was to go into nutrition. So I came back uh, to Denver after my internship in New York City and told my parents, I'm like, we're going to switch to majors. And it, it was the right thing to do. Um, I got to just be myself essentially. What, so you, where, what Johnson and Wales campus were you at? Is it? I was at the Denver campus. It's no longer, but uh, yeah, I was at the Denver campus. What, when you went to, when you went there initially, so you went there to, because you wanted to be, have a nutrition? Degree? I wanted a nutrition background. So I, in high school I, and throughout the younger grades, I always thought I'm like, all right, I want to be, a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, I want to be yeah. a, a cop, all, all, all of those things. And senior year of high school came around and I was, I found myself in the kitchen a lot and I really enjoyed it. And I, I, not, I didn't necessarily want to be a chef. I, I didn't want to do that. Um, I still very much like the science background of stuff and I found kind of a middle ground between nutrition and what my hobby at the was or, or or is or was at the time was a career path for myself. So I looked into it and Johnson and Wales had one of the uh, top three programs for it. And it was one right down the street from where I live. So decided to give it a shot and take a, take a tour and ended up being there for uh, five years, getting my master's. So, what did, you, what did you get your master's in? I have, an, I have an MBA. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, um, now when you, so you did an internship in New York City. Yes. Like, you do that during the school year or is that a, a summer internship or? Uh, I did it during the school year. So, um, part of what Johnson Wales does is you have to do your internship if you're doing any type of program with them. And mine was during my sophomore year because it was towards the end of my baking and pastry um, curriculum. 
and they they placed me uh, in New York, which is where I'm originally from. So I stayed with family. My immediate family's here though. Uh, and you're, we were there for 11 to 12 weeks. So 11 to 12 weeks, they just wanted, they wanted you to get the real world experience and out of the classroom to make sure that this is something that you actually want to do. Yeah. Okay. And it worked, <laughs> it worked, uh, because I found out like, I don't want to do nutrition. Um, I wanted to do front of the house, hospitality, meeting customers, all of that. That's what I wanted to do. And I am. What, what do you, um, what does hospitality mean to you? Like, what does that word mean? To me, it just means taking care of others, yeah. really. No matter what field you're in, it could be in the medical field, it could be in the restaurant field. Um, it, it really just means taking care of others, anticipating everyone's needs so that you're two steps ahead, um, which is what I teach uh, my, my staff right now. Like, just figure out what they're gonna need. You know that they're gonna need it. Um, and it's gonna make their experience a lot more better with us and to make your job a lot easier if you just stay on top of it for at least two steps ahead. How do you, like, how has that changed in the last year and a half with COVID and all that and all the things that have come along, including like, you know, is it, I'm assuming that y'all are having a hard time finding people to work. At least most, most people are. And with that comes sometimes short staffed or fewer people on the floor than we would like. And then you've got longer wait times or like, T talk about that. What's going on now? Uh, we So we definitely did experience the staff shortage um, after the first wave and when restaurants were allowed to reopen, we thought, all right, everyone's going to be ready to come back and work. Um, and that wasn't the case. Yeah. So it kind of put into my, my game plan of always cross-training my staff. Like this is when my cross-training comes into play. So it, it allowed the front of the house to really step up to help out the back. We have servers, we have bartenders who are able to get on the pantry side um, or on garnish to help out the back. And it, it really showed us the team and the family that we do truly do have at Comida to help out each other. I have staff that's been with me since I started five years ago. And to me and to a lot of uh, my peers, it's really unheard of is you, you still have servers that you, that you have? I'm like, absolutely. Since day one, since I started. And the same with my kitchen staff as well. It's, um, it's a little unheard of, but it really does show the, the core of Comida and the family and the teamwork that we do have. With COVID, instead of thinking two steps ahead, um, my staff now thinks 10 steps ahead. It's making sure that others are seeing you really clean and bust a table and making sure that we are wearing masks properly. And when you are health screening yourself before you clock in and really just taking all those precautionary steps, it's been really, our community really is supportive of it. Um, when we see Google reviews or uh, Yelp reviews and says that uh, Comida is really 
clean. Um, and we're, we're, we are taking this very seriously when we do have people come in and out. And our, uh, the front of the house did experience a bit of a staff shortage, but I think now that we're hopefully getting plateaued, um, we are still looking for maybe one or two people in, in the kitchen. But as far as the front, I think that we're, we're ready to go um, at full capacity, at full speed. And we're still offering what we were offering during um, the high peaks of the pandemic was doing food orders to go, family meals, uh, cocktails to go. We're, we haven't stopped any of that. Um, it's now become of our. It's now become a part of our regular, regular life, and we welcome it. Uh, if you want to come in, you you still don't feel comfortable with it. And if you want to sit outside and it's snowing out there, we, we've got some heaters, bundle up, but we'll still go out there for you if you feel more comfortable with it. So you've been with the uh, meter for five years? Yes. Um, well, actually, no, it'll be five years in March, I believe. Where were yeah. you before that? Um, I was at a small brick and mortar uh, store called Waffle Up. And it was, I had a staff of eight. I had a staff of eight. I started off as a food truck manager for them. And then when one of the owners was taking a step back and wanted to start her, her family and her life, I stepped into the restaurant and kind of filled in her shoes while I managed the, the restaurant itself, which is only, 32 seat restaurant, um, counter service and the food truck and all catering services. I was with them for roughly two and a half to three years. And that was while I was completing my master's. Um, and then kind of took a, about a six week break <laughs> before actually, no, I'm sorry, a six month break, uh, doing something completely beyond my field. And that's when Ramey reached out to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. What were you doing uh, for that six months? I was working at a pediatric dental office. Not my, really? <laughs> not my forte. But yeah, I was, I was doing that. Well, uh, doing something like that's what solidifies, you know, that we know what we're really meant to do or what we want to do. Um, so Ramey found you. Mm -hmm. Ramey, I know, I've known for a while. I love Ramey. She's a wonderful person. Wonderful person first uh, and business person. Um, so uh, she's probably always looking for people that like you uh, really care about, you know, the customer and caring about providing a meaningful experience. And um, so when she brought you in, did you like, what were you doing when you first started with Camita? Um, I always like to start somewhere where no one knows who I am um, as far as like the position that I've, I've now taken. So when I started, a few people knew I was going to be their new GM, uh, the management staff at that, at that time, of course, but I was put through the ringer um, and I, I welcomed it. I was a server. I started, I was a host. I was a food runner. I was a dishwasher. I was in the kitchen and then I was a bartender. And I really got to connect with the staff at that time and find out who they were and 
where they shined and where they needed a little polishing. And it, it kind of, I, I call it a little bit of a undercover boss that time. Yeah. And, uh, it, it really helped and kind of just see like where, where the restaurant stands. I don't like the approach where, um, what I consider is the old school approach of a new manager comes in, they clean house, they bring in a staff that maybe follows them, maybe that they just are newly hire. And I, I didn't want that. I wanted something where I can work with the team that I have now to adapt to their abilities and so that they can adapt to how I run things. Mm. And we kind of, some of us did butt heads a little bit and some of us really just found that like, wow, this makes so much more sense to do it this way. And that that's how I approach managing. Um, and any new managers, like I, I now have a, a new assistant who was one of the fir- very first hires that I hired um, at Comida. And she started off as a busser. Now she's moved her way, she moved her way up herself. She started food running herself. She started um, hosting herself. And then to me, that's when I find like my star servers to get you onto the floor. And that's how I move, I move people up is if you take the initiative without me having to say anything, I know that one, you are committed to this, that you want to make this a career for yourself and that you found out that this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do as an adult, that this is what we're, this is how we're going to go about this. And that it's always been my approach is not reshaping or um, bringing in new staff. It's more of working with what you have and then developing new skills from there. And that to me shows so much more than bringing on someone who, let's just say, (laughs) has a PhD in serving or uh, in bartending. It's to me, that that shows more characteristics and personality for you to connect as a server, a bartender, a manager to our guests. Well, the, the good thing too is when you bring in folks with have, that have a lot of experience or you know, what you make expertise in the field or an important certain role, mm-hmm. they have a way of doing things and they want to do it the way that they have done it. And that doesn't always job with the way maybe that you do things where you are. I really love that you you worked all those positions um, before officially becoming GM or before, before, you know, um, going full throttle into that role because you've done everything. So you know what it's like to do everything and you can speak with credibility when you ask people to do something differently or to do it a different way or to do better Mm -hmm. or to change or whatever you've, you, you can say that, you know, hey, I've done this. I'm, you ha- you can empathize genuinely, uh, but you also have the level of experience to, to say, look, you know, you have some credibility with. We need to do it this way, or probably oh, help you learn a lot, yeah. like changes that you may want to make or whatever. I mean, that that's such an important role. I think, man, I like your style of leadership, which is not sort of this top down like my way, the highway, but it's more, you know, hey, I've been there, I've done that. You know, you've got some street cred or whatever you want with the crew that this isn't just some guy that's like, you know, it's not some guy that's in here. 
it's it's someone who's been in your shoes who who can help you out and it, like what you said is someone who doesn't have that much experience or expertise in the field i honestly welcome that uh, yeah. any time i hire someone and i ask them or they tell me well this is my first job in the restaurant field I said, that's absolutely fine with me. It, it makes no difference to me. To me, it shows, to me, it's a way to show you how we like to do things here instead of other restaurants and how they ran things. Um, and it's never backfired on me at all. Yeah. Um, when you, so take me back, like you were there in New York and and uh, you were doing this internship and then you know you were in front of the house and you were all like this is what i want to do like what what is what is that like what's the reason i'm asking this question is i think there's something really magical about hospitality when it's done well um both for the customer and for the the person who's giving that hospitality it's a rewarding profession when you when you care about hospitality and when you deliver it with intention and with care, there's a lot of internal personal reward that comes with that. But, but I don't know that everybody always recognizes that uh, there's, there's something that, that clicks. Maybe it did with you in New York, but I'm just curious, what is it about what you do that makes you, fulfilled and that is rewarding to me it's having my customers not be my customers anymore uh, and we we everyone we all call them regulars but to me um they're more than that there are people who come in two to three times a week just to see you yep. and i had that in new york well, I was only there for a short period of time, but I really, the customers there made an impression on me and I made an impression on them. And it's just that, like they said, oh, I want him to do my coffee. I want him to uh, make my cakes. And they get to know you uh, on a personal basis. It, it, it's a two-way street. Instead of getting to know your guests, really, um, and seeing what, like, oh, well, how, how's, uh, how's Ed today? And, oh, how did um, how'd the wedding go? All of that. It, it's more of them also asking questions about you because in this field there, it's very, it could be very fast paced, high stress, very high stressful environment. Um, but when a customer takes the time to ask you a question like, oh, well, how's, um, how's your dog doing or uh, how, how, is, how is your partner doing or when is the wedding house wedding planning going um, or when you ask them about their kids, it, it, it makes you feel like you're not working anymore. I mean, it makes you feel that you're with them for three minutes and you get to check out for those three minutes and just say like, I need a breather, I'm taking some time or when they see that you're having a, a hard time, they'll pull you over and they say, just sit with me or just, just stand here, make it look like you're working, take a breather. It's fine. 
And that, that's what I say is a two-way street. It's not just us doing the work, it's the customers doing the work with you and they get to know who you are. And to me, that was something that really clicked on what I wanted to do. In a nutrition field, yeah, you, you may have patients or clients that come see you once every six months, once a month, if that. And you don't really get to know them a whole lot. But in the front of the house, what I see is we have so many of our, of our regulars come in and they specifically want to sit at the bar when a specific bartender is there. They want to be sat in a section with someone who they know knows their allergies, their kids' allergies, what, how they like things. Um, or they just want to sit down because they order the exact same thing every time that they're with us, with that same server. And like, no, no, they're fine. Like, we, we got it. Or you just know when they're having a bad day and like, they just want to be out of the house. I'm letting them be they'll come get me if they actually need me. But it's seeing them more on a consistent basis. And to me, it's like, you really get excited to see them. Um, yeah. I have I have a couple that actually come in who, one is in the medical field and one is a first responder. And I didn't really see them throughout the whole pandemic. Um, and they recently just came in, I knew that they were getting married and it was, very excited to see them. Uh, I didn't. I didn't recognize them at first. Uh, I saw some guy just weirdly waving at me, and then I finally realized who it was. And like a uh, very giddy up like person. It's like, oh my god! But I had customers behind me. I was taking to a table. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go drop them off and then run back into the restaurant and I just like give them the biggest bear hug ever. I'm like, where have you guys been? Did you guys get married? Um, I know that you guys were, uh, I know the first house fell through, but are we getting to like, did you guys move in? And all of that, it was really fun. And you get to then meet with them outside of work. If you invite them to some events, it's, it's really, that to me is the most fulfilling thing is when you get to make your customers, your friends um, on a professional level but you still get to, you still get to know them. Relationships. Yeah. Yes. It's why hospitality never goes away. I mean, who knows, you know, through COVID there's things change and people have to adjust their business models and all that. But like what y'all do is just, it's here to stay. It's always been here. It'll always be here because as much as like the, you know, quick service chains and so forth automate and become more, you know, screen oriented and, you know, use AI and use robots and whatever else, man, you, what you just said is, you know, it's about relationships and that that's for you and that's for the customers. And those are important aspects of our lives. And we're always looking for that. It's why continuity of staff is so like, it's such a, it's amazing that you've had those folks there so long. And it's such an important part of what y'all do. I'm, I'm quite sure of it because um, those relationships to those regulars that come in there often, they're, they're really, like you said, they're there, they're there, obviously, you know, the food has to hit and the ambience and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the staff's turning over all the time and the crew's different all the time. They don't have that level of connectedness um, that they do when, when, you know, you're able to maintain the same, people in the same relationship so i tip my hats you've been able to you know, keep people that long and you know 
no surprise that Kamita's uh, does well because of that. And um, that's yeah, very commendable. It's such a huge part of what y'all do. Do you um, like the, the folks that have been with your team for you know five years now? Um, are they are they hospitality lifers? Do you think? I believe so. I mean, I have one who used to work in a hotel um, and it was mainly just front desk agent overnight, night auditor. And she, while I didn't hire her, she was there. And yes, her and I have butt heads. I believe that she is one of our most valued employees and she definitely has made this a career. When I first started, she was a just support staff as just a busser host and food runner. But again, seeing that initiative and that twinkle in her eye, this, this, um, that, that, what is that term? The, the strive to live or something like that, something along those lines where she wanted to do more. I'm like, okay, let's get you served. All right. And then when we saw that and we needed bartenders at a certain point of time, we're like, all right, let's get you behind the bar and see where, see where things go. And now she can do it all. She can do it all the same way. It's the same with my uh, new assistant now who was just hired as a busser when she was 16. And she's made her way up all the way. Um, just next thing you know, she's gonna take my job. Um, but it's, that, that's, where, that's where we're at. Um, I, I do think that there are a lot of, a handful of my staff who are now just lifers in the restaurant field in hospitality because it's it's something that they do that that they're that they're good at that they they try to do other things i have a bartender right now who was going to become a pet uh pet groomer and she didn't like it she's like i she was doing a little bit of both she says i just still want to be in the restaurant field um, so she was just my bar prep for one day a week. And then she decided to step away from grooming and come to, come to us full time. Nice. Nice. Man. Yeah. Sounds like you're, uh, it's about time for time for a walk, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're totally fine. I mean, if you can hear him, he's, he's, he's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's cool. he, he can hear you right now. That's why he's like, there's someone in here. There's but somebody. I, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> well, I got one more question for you then. Um, yeah. So, um, you work for for an owner who, as I mentioned, you know, I have a lot of respect for Ramy. Um, mm -hmm. I've met her and been to her house, seen where she sleeps out on her porch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's it like to to work for an owner like Ramy? Um, it's really great, honestly, and every owner who I've worked for has always been real. Ramy's 100% real. She's not, she's not going to sugarcoat it. I don't sugarcoat things at all. And she'll tell you as it is. Yeah. And I 100% respect that. I'm like, no, this is what we're doing. And it became just more of like a partnership with her that she trusts me with her baby uh, to run the restaurant. And it, it's really, 
it's really honoring in a way that we that I get to really work for her in that sense because it may take some time for like me to pitch an idea to go through but it eventually gets through like switching over our POS system um like this is what we're gonna do I think this will work better and menu changes she says to the staff well Patrick's the boss go ask him meanwhile everyone knows who she is like it's really your say at your restaurant. Like, no, he's the boss. You can go ask him what, what he wants. Awesome. Um, there are certain things that I do in the restaurant that she'll ask me for permission for. I'm like, can you please do this? And I said, I mean, sure, it's your restaurant, she says, but you're the boss. <laughs> so I, I'm like, yes, I am the boss, but it's it's humbling. It's very humbling, and I sometimes joke around with the staff when people ask me, like, well, how long have you been here? Um, or when guests asked, when my guests asked me, like, well, how long have you been here for if I just met them? Um, and I tell them, or how did you even get this job? Because I didn't apply for this job. Remy found me. And I, I tell people, like, Remy's kind of like my my savior, my guardian angel yeah. uh, from a dental office I was in. But she she reached out to me, and I met her when the restaurant was probably two and a half months into opening. And I I just felt that there was, there was something there that made me say like, I can work for you. Yeah. Because did I- you know, Did you know her before? No. Okay. I knew her husband before I knew her. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, and, and that was it. That's because he, uh, his company was a I bought from his company at my other restaurant. Uh, Tenderbelly. Right? Yeah. 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 So I bought from Tenderbelly. So and when I first it didn't click in my head when she told me that she was married um to Eric who owns Tenderbelly. It didn't click in my head. I was like, oh okay. Um that's cool. I know I know the name. And then when I first met him, I looked at him and I said, I know you. Like I know exactly who you are. I used to come pick up my my orders and you had like some big guard dog in front of me that would always bark but like be the sweetest thing. He's like, oh yeah, that's my brother's dog or it's not or like the office dog. Like I, I know who you are. Um and really like it's a small world. It is a small, small world of people who you get to know. So when she told me that she knows this person, I'm like, oh yeah, I know them too from not from like other restaurants, but um just common friends. She's like, yeah, yeah I, know who, I know who that is. So it's it, it's a small world and it's I found it very funny that I knew her husband before I knew her. Well, they I can attest that she is very, she is real. I mean, you one hundred percent you get with Ramy, um, very authentic and. Uh, and uh, just a, a fun person who cares a lot about you and your team and your restaurant and your customers. And um, well, look, man, I appreciate you taking the time to yep. do this uh, very much. Uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. And you know, we're we're really trying to share stories of people like you that have just said, you know what, I, I love hospitality. It's a career. It's something I'm going to do the rest of my life. And um, I think there's probably a lot of people that, you know, out there that 
may not have thought of hospitality as something that, I mean, like, you know, you didn't initially either, but you know, you, there are, there are so many great people. We've been doing this 14 years now and I, I just, I've come across so many just amazing people that um, are so good at what they do and love what they do. And I think people have started to realize a little bit more over the last 18 months or so with COVID, you know, where you may have taken good hospitality for granted prior, you know, the more we go to places now and don't get it at certain places and, you know, you start to go, gosh, like, I mean, we were literally just driving to, uh, I took my kids to a Foo Fighters show in Atlanta on Friday, last Friday night. Uh, we're, we're in Charlotte. It's like a four hour drive. And, uh, and we, it was like a lot of traffic. It was taking forever. And we were like, okay, we're hungry. You know, let's just roll into McDonald's. We'll just get something quick. Right. And uh, to eat in the car it took 30 minutes, you know, like, things have changed. Like you just, it's just like, you know, it, and it wasn't even that surprising, but McDonald's didn't have anybody working there. So it just took forever to get just some plain cheeseburgers. Um, so then you start to go, gosh, boy, do I miss, you know, good hospitality. Boy, do I miss, you know, just feeling like I'm, I'm well taken care of and the, the staff is attentive to my needs. So what y'all do becomes more and more, meaningful and valuable and people are reassessing so much you know over the last 18 months and our hope is that you know a lot of folks will start to say you know this is something i can you know and you're making better money now i mean people are paying more to you know restaurants are paying more now so you can make maybe better money than you could and do something that we are around people that have intention and care and you know it's about more than just you know sitting at a desk all day and um, you I think know, it's more for me. Build relationships. For me, it's it's for me it's more of breaking down the the stereotype, um, and of what a restaurant is, and how you have the manager and the servers are just there, like who are in college just to get by or to make yeah. money. It's, um, to me, it's again a career. Uh, and to my staff, it, it's it's their profession of what they do, and I think for others who aren't in this in this industry, for them to now finally realize, like, okay, I get really great service here. Um, I, they know what I want. Let's just go there. They'll take care of us. That is something that I think people are now coming to see that we offer. Yeah. Um, because I mean, there there are times. I mean, we're kind of in a weird, uh, slow period until the holidays come around, and my staff knows. Like, no, I mean, they're not going to be making as much, but for them, it's not always about the money. For them, it's just about like getting out of the house, um, trying new things at work, or how they can better improve themselves right now as like a training period to reevaluate how they serve their tables. <laughs> and really get on, get on point once the holiday seasons come around because then they know like, all right, I know we're gonna get like packed busy again. And this is what I need to do to shine. Yeah. So for them right now, we're taking this as a, a training period of some sort to really just polish before the holidays come around. Love it, man. That's a good way to use the time. Uh, tell everybody I said hello. I appreciate yeah. this very much. Um, 
if you ever need anything, you know where we're at, my friend. But uh, really enjoyed it. Really, really right. appreciate you taking the time, Patrick. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. All right, man. We'll see you. Thank you. Later.